all our fine people, ponies, whatever you may be called, and whatever, whoever is listening to this wonderful podcast, random podcast with me, Marquez, back for episode two. Yesterday, off to a flyer, flyer, instant classic, is what people are saying online. That's what I'm writing when I tweet it out in a minute. An instant, instant classic. Um, I actually just recorded a new one and it deleted itself. Great start. Technical issues. Sure, it's a learning curve. That's why we're doing them one a day, maybe, hopefully five days a week. So I can learn that curve quicker. Climb the mountain top of the podcasting gibbering world. I'm doing these so I can talk more. It's like doing stand up, but uh, fans are calling me already on the phone. So, yeah, hopefully, I'm just going to talk about one topic a day, gibber it out. Today, I want to talk about the wonderful times that I have on my adventures when I'm house hunting, apartment hunting in West Hollywood. I'm not sure, like, if everyone. I presume they do have these weird interactions, but I've had to move like three times now in two months, so I've had to see a lot of different places, apartments, houses, people sharing, and I've dealt with pretty weird, just random stuff. So random people like, you make it up, and I wish I could, because then I was like, that would be a great imagination if I had that ability. Fortunately, you only have the ability to retell the weird stuff that happens. For example, well, I remember before, actually, this just sprung to mind. I was house hunting, a house in West Hollywood. Pretty nice, but like a sketchy couple, mid-twenties, that were renting it out. And they got very wary when they found out I was Irish. They were like, oh, the girl who was renting the room was Irish too. Just She just left in the middle of the night because she owed us money. We need to ask you two simple questions. And I'm like, yeah. Do you do heroin? And I was like, no. Okay, she did heroin. And the second question? Will you ever try and use our toothbrushes without asking us first? I was like, what? Use your toothbrush? Yes. Answer, please. And I was like, no, I'm not going to use your toothbrush. Not unless I'm after a load of heroin. They didn't laugh, so I left. That was a bit odd. Um, there are two main concerns were heroin and using their toothbrushes. I suppose these are regular day-to-day concerns when you're living in West Hollywood, but not for me. Anyway, this time around, in the last couple of months, uh, I've met like some... I can't even explain them. There was one guy, he lived up the hills. He had like a... He was about 40-something. Let's say 42. Give him a proper age. No, he was about 44. Uh, he was like a writer, lived in the hills. He had this savage house. Like, if you won the Powerball lottery, you'd probably buy this as one of your houses for, like, a, a bachelor pad. Three stories. Like, uh, glass all in the front, so you're just looking out over all of L.A. It was ridiculous. He was renting out a room that was probably the size of most people's one-bedroom apartment. There was a model living in there. She couldn't afford it anymore, so she was getting kicked out. The price was high, but I was like, I'll go have a look. 
Maybe I can haggle them down. So I go up and it's like, it is slick. You barely even notice it outside. Although the one bad thing about living in the hills is driving up there are some balls. It takes ages to get off there. All these little windy, crappy streets. Like, if I had to go get milk, it'd take me at least half an hour up and down. So that was one major no for me personally as an avid tea drinker. If I ran out of milk and it took me half an hour at least to get up and down, tea would be cold by the time I get back. And there's nothing worse than a sad cup of cold tea. There is actually nothing worse than making a cup of tea, forgetting about it, and then walking back into your kitchen an hour later and seeing this lonely little cup of unused cold tea. And you wash it down the drain, and you lose a bit of your soul as that tea drips away. Anyway, I'm jibbering. So anyway, this guy, <coughs> he's got like a slick Lamborghini, Ferrari, one of those nice cars, not really a car head, they don't pay attention. The whole setup is like, all right, this is cool. But as I'm walking to his door, and he starts walking out, he sees me, and he kind of faints against his front door. And then he's like, whoa, man. I kind of pretend to run like, oh, do you need a hand? But also, I don't really move my legs. I kind of just move the top of my body as if they were crossing the street and a zebra crossing. And people are kind of like waiting for you to cross. You pretend, oh, look at me, I'm moving faster. I kind of do one of those motions. And he's like, oh man, that was so weird. I just saw you and then I fainted. That's not a good sign. I was like, yeah, that's not a good sign. This is going to be weird. Anyway, he takes me in. He's gibbering, telling me about the girl who used to live there. And she can't afford it. Her sugar daddy no longer gives her money. And this is LA. is how this kind of story is meant to be normal. And you're just like, oh, that's a pity. Poor girl lost her sugar daddy. She's now sugar daddy-less. That's sad. And while he's talking to me, I'm like looking out the window and the views are just unreal. So my main concern is getting my phone out of my pocket and taking a sneaky photo of the view. And being like, look at me in my new house. Uh, so while I'm doing that, next minute I hear him going, oh yeah, so the sugar daddy. And he's just like gargling something. So I look over at him, interrupting my sneaky photo taking, and he's like, and I just see like blood just coming out of his mouth down his face and I'm like, uh, are you and he's are you okay? And he's like, Oh man, that's so weird, so weird and he runs to the sink and he just starts like spitting blood into the sink. And I was like, Alright, this kid is so I don't know what, is he on heroin? Has he been using other people's toothbrushes? What's going on here? So I'm like, I'm gonna come and go look at the view from the balcony. So I step out and it like the house is savage. Even him doing that weird stuff, I'm like, everyone's weird in LA. This living here will be worth it. So he comes I see him like finishing wiping blood off and I walk back in, he's like, That's so strange, man, that's never happened. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it hasn't. He's like, No really, it must have been the berries I ate earlier, I ate some strawberries. I wonder if they made me bleed and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what strawberries are renowned for for making people bleed profusely out of the mouth and he's like I suppose you don't want to see the rest of the place and I'm like no no I'm here he might as well show it to me so we go upstairs to the room and the room is just huge it's got his own jacuzzi it's just slick and I'm like alright even though he did that weird stuff 
how do I haggle him down on the price? But while I'm thinking, next minute I look over again, and he's looking out the window, and there's just blood, like, gushing out of his mouth and down onto his chin and his top. And I'm like, here, you got some uh, some strawberry blood there, just pissing out of you. And he's like, oh, I feel like I'm going to faint. So he goes to the bathroom, and I'm like, all right, uh, I'll be in touch. Because at certain points, you kind of have to know, all right, this is a bit too weird. I can take one blood incident, but two in such quick succession. I decided to leave, drive down the hill, disappear from that. Nice guy, but weird. Uh, so that was one weird incident. I had no rhyme or reason. That's the thing, none of them have any re rhyme. You can't explain it. I'd love to go back to them the next day and be like, can you just tell me what that was about? That's just not worth the time or the hassle. Uh, so anyway, I kept hunting and found this other place. This girl was renting out a room in her apartment. Big old spot, penthouse, nice place. Uh, oh no, she wasn't a penthouse actually. Uh, but anyway, so she was like, yeah, come over. So I think this was like a Friday morning at 11. Left my place her address in my Google Maps, drove over, parked up, Parkins brutal, West Hollywood. This is like on Hayward, a Lord, one of those streets by Laurel Hardware, if you're familiar with the area. Um, so I park up and I get out and like, it's not really, because I'm hungover and a bit slow and dumb, or than usual, you might say. Uh, so I'm just kind of looking at my map and it's just telling me, yeah, your place is here on the right. So I go in and it's like number one, so, the door, it's an apartment building, but like the front door is facing out, like the front door of a house. So I'm knocking it and it's already open and the voice is like, come in. So I walk in. <coughs> and I'd seen so many places, I actually was like, what does this place look like again? It's a bit odd. So I'm trying to rack my brain, but the, all the lights are off and all the curtains are closed. It's like really dark, even though it's 11 in the morning. Sunny and bright outside. So I'm like looking around and there's no one in, I, like, I can't even make out, it's a bit dry, like it's a bit, it's not the greatest place, I'm like, oh, I thought it was nicer. But then this girl comes out of a room and she's just like, she's probably about 40, uh, Mexican woman, she's wearing lingerie, like bra, underwear, and then some robe over it, kind of a silky little robe. I'm just like, oh Jesus, what the hell is this? <coughs> I'm also like hungover, so I'm not really talking, and I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. So I'm like, uh, I'm here about the room. She's like, Yes, yes, come in, come in. I'll show, come in. <coughs> so I'm like, my main concern usually when these weird things happening, I don't know if this is maybe not Irish or brought up really well, but I don't want to be rude ever. I try my hardest to be like, Okay, yeah, just be nice as a person, unless they try and hire me. So I'm like, okay, so I take another like step or two in. I don't go, why are you wearing, like, why are you half naked? What's going on? And she's like, yes, yes, come in, come in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so is the room? And she's like, yes, I show you the room, I show you the room. She takes off her robe. So now she's more or less naked, except for a few little strings of silk holding her together. So I'm like, okay. And she's like, Yes, yes, put the money, put the money over there on the dresser, and I show you the room. And I'm like, what money? 
are you, are you not showing me the room? And she was like, yes, I will show you the room. So now she's getting annoyed with me. And I'm like, wait, what? Why do you want you to show me the room? Is this, what's going on? And she's, so next minute, like, she unzips her bra, unzip, because bras have zipped. She unclips the bra, and she's like, just holding her hand over her boob. She's like, would you want to see the room? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, put money over there. <coughs> I'm like, what money? Why? I'm just here, like, are you renting out a room? And I accidentally had like a bolt of realization. She's like, renting out? What? No, why are you here? I'm like, are you renting out a room? She's like, what address are you looking for? I was like, I don't know, 1111? She's like, this is 1113. Wrong, wrong house. And I'm like, okay. She's like, you don't have money for me? Do you want good time? I'm like, oh, this is like a brothel, like a prostitute. So sadly, I didn't have any money for her, and at that current moment, I didn't want a good time, or to be impolite, so I said, oh no, I do want a good time, but I need to go look at the apartment. Uh, okay, bye. So yeah, then I went and looked at the place next door, which wasn't that great, but the girl was nice. But I think I scared her off when I told her, you never guess where I'm coming from, just right before coming here. I was at, a, I think, a brothel up at a, a horse house or something. So that was weird. On a Friday morning when you're apartment hunting and you end up uh prostitute's place. So yeah, I should have went back again. I should have just went back to, like the other guy with the bloody mouth, I should have went back to the girl and be like, can I confirm this is a prostitute's situation? Just so I know. I didn't, I didn't want to be rude to either of them. Uh, so they were probably my two artists. But then I had to move again at the start of this month. Or not like, yeah, the end of December. And there was like no, there was so few pickings around. But there was one place that just popped up. And the rent was like dirt cheap, maybe $500, which is mental for here. There was like a guy, I couldn't tell if he was renting out his whole apartment or what was going on. There was like few details in the uh, Craigslist. Craigslist, by the way, is a great place. If you want to have these kind of adventures, go hunting for apartments on Craigslist. Meet all kinds of people. So this guy didn't add up, and it was oh yeah, five hundred dollars and marble everywhere. And the pictures look pretty slick, but most importantly for me, it was like right in West Hollywood next to a, a place here, so a shop called Gelson's, and I go to Gelson's frequently to get their lovely sandwiches, and I was going on a daily basis, so I was like. Oh man, that'd be ideal. I could get up, go get a sandwich, and walk home. If I was running out of milk or tea, I'd just walk out the door and be right there and buy my milk. So my concern for where I was living was based on sandwiches and milk. In case you're wondering what my priorities in life are at this moment in time. So I was like, alright, this place could be a winner. I'm going to go over and check it out. <clears throat> and he was like, I don't want any party here. I am a man in my mid-thirties, uh, I'm looking for just a quiet, quiet situation. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. I'm looking for chill too. I party when I'm out, but when I'm home, I like to sit around and read books and drink tea. So he's like, all right, call over. So I go over after a quick sandwich and Gelson's pop in, knock on the door, uh, and then just like, <laughs> young Filipino dude answers this. He must have been barely 20. 
And he's wearing like a sheer white top and like shorts. Like it couldn't have been more okay, this is a weird situation off the bat. But he was I just thought then because he left he answered the door and he's like, You go in. So I presume oh this guy must have been looking at the apartment too. Um so I walk in and the apartment's kinda small but it's all like kitted out really well. Uh, it was like marble everywhere, all this like plush crap, whatever. It's like a Roman palace, but a small one bedroom, two bedroom in West Hollywood. Uh, so I walk into like the living room and I hear the dude is like, come in, come in. So I walk in and he's in his like mid 50s, maybe early 60s, big fat man. He's like dripping in gold. He's a white dude. He kind of looked like I won't say Jab Pot, but he was like, remember that dude he was managed boy bands, what was his name? He did like NSYNC, I think, actually boys, Ron Perlman. So that's my MTV binge watching days coming back when I was young, but I think, yeah, he's like a big fat, just overweight, oh, slimy looking dude, glasses. He's like, oh, hey, hey, come in, come in. And I'm, the whole living room was just an office for him sitting behind a big marble desk. And I was like, all right, this is not going to work straight off. Uh, but I'm here, I don't want to be rude, so I'll just pretend to take the tour. So I take the tour, stroll around. I don't even stroll, I just look. And he's like, come in, look at the kitchen. He tries to take my hand to bring me into the kitchen. And I'm like, that's okay, I can walk these two feet into the kitchen. And then he's like, so tell me about yourself. Tell me about you. Uh, you Welch? And I'm like, yeah. Um, so then I'm just gibbering on, trying to get out there quick. And he's like, okay, just so you know, I'm not just looking for a roommate. I'm also looking for a best friend and a lover. Are you gay? And I'm like, uh, sorry there, Ron. But no, I'm not. Don't think this is going to work out. And he's like, why did you come if you're not gay? And I'm like, well, you never said anything about that. He's like, well, would you do that? Would you do that for me? And I'm like, ah, oh, Ron, no. He's like, it's cheap rent. There was a moment in that kitchen, I was like, hmm, is now the time in my life when I become a, a literal rent boy? Cheap rent. But it was Christmas, and I said, look, Ron, sorry, man, I can't. I gotta go. It's Christmas. I'd become a rent boy at Christmas, my soul would completely perish and I'd never be able to get it back. And Ron was like, get out. Although if you change your mind, you let me know the next week. Oh, that was a that was a, a week of deep thinking. Deep thinking people. I was like, should I do it for this cheap rent? But thankfully I went to Mass on Christmas Day and the Lord God said, No America, there's more out there for you. And then I found a little man cave up in the Hollywood Hills for myself, where I can still walk to get milk. Happy, happy days. Well, that's been some fine gibbering, fine gibbering. Hopefully my monotones weren't too monotonal, and I was able to bring vigour to your otherwise dreary, dreary lives. Um, I'm going to try and do one of these five days a week. Make sure to tune in again tomorrow. If you want, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that crap. Trick do, T R I C K A D U U. Trick a do. I 
books are on Amazon, random, randomer, and predom. Three classics, part of a seven-part trilogy. I have an article every Saturday in the Irish Examiner. Or you can check out my videos and stuff like that on Marquez.tv. Alright, ponies, it's been a pleasure. Until the next time, be wary when you're going hunting for apartments on Craigslist.